Grace to you and peace from God our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Helper, the Holy Spirit who is with us every day. The word of God given to us for our spiritual growth this morning comes to us from John 14, verses 22 through 31. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will leave with you, or whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced, because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. So far, the word of God. One is the loneliest number. That song, written by a guy back in 1968, has become quite popular in light-hearted comedies of the 21st century. Sung by some poor, rejected friend, or some guy who can't get a girl to say yes at the dance, this song encapsulates the loneliness of being by yourself. And it can be true that being by yourself is one of the loneliest times. It's also true that being by yourself can be one of the scariest times. Alone in a dark alley, as you see masked figures approaching. Alone in the woods, as the sky begins to pour rain. Alone in a boat, as that leak gets bigger and bigger. When you're alone, you're at your weakest and loneliness, and the situations around you can often be their scariest. Our text today occurred on Monday, Thursday of Holy Week. Jesus was getting ready to leave his disciples alone. For three years now, Jesus had been teaching them, showing the disciples what they would need to know after he left this world, and yet they still struggled with understanding it. What was Jesus to do for these disciples who still clearly needed so much teaching and so much help? Well, he would send the Helper, the Holy Spirit, so that they would never be truly alone. And Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to you too. So now, you are never alone. Let's pray. Lord, help us gain spiritual insight from your word this morning, and help us to apply that spiritual knowledge to our daily lives. Amen. The disciples had tough times ahead of them. They would be questioned and persecuted, and according to church history, all of the disciples, except John, would end up being martyred for their faith. They needed the Holy Spirit to help them understand why this was all worth it what Jesus Christ had done for them. How are you doing in understanding what God has told you? I'd be surprised if any of you didn't have the head knowledge of some of most of the basic commandments of the Bible. But how do you understand how they apply to you in particular? 
When's the last time that you went out of your way to show Christian love to someone whom you usually don't get it back from? When's the last time you included that guy or girl who to you seems a little weird or maybe a little haughty at your lunch table, even though it could be awkward at first? Are you feeling pretty good in the area of Christian love when you know that Jesus says you're to love your neighbor as yourself? If you do feel pretty good about that, I suggest you keep thinking. I'm sure you could track down a specific instance that only you know about. Or let's try another simple area of basic Christianity. Give to God what is God's. I'm looking at all of you, and I don't see anyone out there who looks poverty-stricken or in dire need of clothing, food, or shelter. And yet, if I don't miss my guess, most of the time, or some of the times, when the collection plate gets passed around, nothing gets put in it. I know that when I was in high school, and still today, I have trouble with this simple commandment, give to God what is God's. Yes, it's so simple, but it's so easy to let that apply to other people and not to yourself. Paul says in 2 Corinthians, The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to apply this head knowledge that we have of the Bible to our lives. The disciples were given that help in their day. For three years they had Jesus in person talking to them and helping them understand how God's word applied to their lives. Then they were given the Holy Spirit later on to teach them and cause them to understand everything that they didn't understand when that Jesus told them. They were given each other, fellow believers, to lean on and help each other understand. And we're given help as well. We all have the Holy Spirit working in our hearts to help us understand how basic truths of the Bible, like love your neighbor as yourself and give to God what is God's, apply to your life. The Holy Spirit works in our minds so that we have those, oh now I get it, moments when we're studying some particularly difficult to understand portion of scripture and God helps us understand it. We're given an abundant insight into how scriptures apply to us in the form of our pastors, our professors, our Christian friends. And the reason that those people understand the scriptures is because the Holy Spirit has already worked understanding in their hearts, that same understanding that he's waiting to work in your heart if you don't understand it yet. The Holy Spirit is always with you to help you understand God's message for you. He helps you understand how desperately you need a savior. He gives you confidence that your sins are forgiven by that savior. He helps you know that eternal joy, apart from suffering, is coming at the end of your life. He is there with you to help you apply God's word to your life in every circumstance. The truths of the Bible are unchangeable. Love your neighbor as a self, love your neighbor as yourself applies to each and every one of us. But it's going to apply in a different way to each and every one of us, not because the truth is different, but because each of our lives is unique. And so how loving my neighbor as myself, for me, is going to look different than how you love your neighbor as yourself. Same goes for giving to God. How that applies to my life is going to be different based on how much the Lord has blessed me with. Well, no matter how much our lives differ, no matter how much they differ from today to tomorrow to 10 years from now, things are certainly going to change. And all of our lives are not the same yesterday compared to today. And they'll continually change throughout your entire life. 
But one thing that's never going to change for you, it's never going to change for me, is that the Holy Spirit will always be with you, and you are never alone. We'll sing of that Holy Spirit in hymn 693, verses 1 and 2.